This is a Capricorn FM podcast. It has truly been uh, encouraging and inspirational to celebrate Women's Month with you. Truly, I have uh, seen the hand of God moving in many ways to be able to encourage and uplift our sisters, our mothers in this difficult and trying times. This month, we take time to really zoom into women doing great exploits in life. We uh, take time to applaud the women in our midst who are serving their families, businesses, their non-profit organizations, their friends, their churches for the good of their community and, of course, to the glory of God. This month, we uh, have reached out with a word of encouragement or uh, a public proclamation of grace of God amongst our mothers Sisters, aunts, grandmothers, daughters, teachers, doctors, and businesswomen who are doing great and amazing things. Women who are diverse because God is creative in all that He is. Across the nation and across the world, we can uh, recognize and, of course, we can applaud the daughters of Christ in our midst who are like corner pillars in the community who hold things together and just when we think things are going to get worse they're able to cushion the fall many of the times when we celebrate women in August we tend to focus on uh, how women are struggling and trying to break boundaries in terms of their careers and also in their workspaces. But this morning we want to take a look at women who are able to stand tall, cushion the blow, and make things all right for their families. Women who are homemakers. They are women who deserve the same amount of applause and same amount of recognition. Working throughout their lives without a stop, without a day off. They work tirelessly for their families so they might have a life that is comfortable and that is easy. Truly a task that requires one to have divine strength to be able to bear the sacrifice and give and keep on giving even when there is nowhere where she's getting it from. Women are warriors fighting without swords, but conquering through love. And it's also very important that we look for ways to serve women who are oppressed, who are hurt, denied the opportunity to thrive, perhaps by a a man who thinks or claims he might be better in that space, or maybe because of another sister who struggles to see a sister moving forward in her career and in her life. Women deny the ability to be great, perhaps through jealousy or people who are just unable to understand that when you flourish, I flourish too. And as a woman, when your sister flourishes, you also receive the grace. 
we must pray and we must give to the women who are struggling and going through the most. I'm encouraged by uh, words that were written on Twitter this past uh, Sunday by an ex-colleague, a very strong pioneer in her own right, a woman who walks tall without fear nor favor. She wrote these words and truly they inspired me to share them with you this morning. Her name is Hurisani Ravere. She wrote these words and they stuck with me. And I thought this morning, let me uh, share them with you. And I quote, I am not a rock. Determined, yes. Driven, yes. Powerful, yes. Vulnerable, yes. Courageous, yes. Soft, yes. Inspiring, yes. Fallible, yes. Worthy, yes. This woman is many things. But a rock, no. I too can break. This hashtag Women's Day, remember, I don't have to weather every storm. Close quote. Urisani Ravere. This morning's word comes from uh, Proverbs 31 verses uh, 26. And uh, I'm really inspired by 29 to 30. It reads as follows. Many women do noble things, but you suppress them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. My Father, my God, we thank you for this moment. We thank you that you have brought us this far and that you hear our prayers, O oh God. Father, we pray for the women, women who are going through tough times, women who have been suppressed, put on the sidelines, O oh God. We pray, O oh God, that you might elevate them, you might lift them up, O oh God, to where you want them to be, O oh God. Father, we thank you that you hear our prayers. We have uh, joined forces with uh, women from all walks of life, powerful women who are leaders and uh, who are role models in their own right. Today we are joined by uh, the former Miss South Africa, Bokang Monchane Chabalala, who is now the director of uh, Mrs. Universe Africa. And uh, Mrs. Universe South uh, Africa is a pageant that is aimed to celebrating women who are married, divorced, and widowed. Bokang, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for the invitation. What a, an amazing uh, <laughs> experience that we are about to have. Just uh, talking to you, I think, is a uh, testament of God's love for us. Thank you so much for making time. Uh, one of the first things that we always get into um, when we have a conversation, I start to find out a little bit more about you and your relationship with God. How, yeah. how is your relationship with uh, our Father? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, you know, I'm one of those people, um, I truly genuinely believe, um, whether it's Christianity or 
whatever relationship you have with the higher power, um, re- what really matters is who you are with God behind closed doors. Yeah. Uh, because I'm one of those people, I I love being vulnerable with God, um, and I don't like being vulnerable in public, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So I would like to say we have an extremely good relationship. Um, I have no doubt, uh, based on the experiences that I've had in my life, uh, based on some of the challenges, that God has always been there holding me and carrying me. I don't think some of the things I've been through, I would still be here today. And so, like, without a doubt, without a doubt, I think I've gotten to a place in terms of my faith where I just know and I know and I know and I know that God is with me. Mm. And, yeah, so, yeah, if, if we have to talk about my relationship with God, the ups and downs, I mean, I've even gone through moments where I just didn't want to talk to him. I just didn't want to pray, maybe because I was going through a disappointment mm. or hurt, or and God would still come through for me, you know? And I think that's the beauty of having a relationship with God, that even when you turn your back on him, because it's always us turning our backs on him whenever we go through different seasons. He is still there. He remains the same, faithful at all times. He never leaves us, nor does he forsake never, us. Never, never. You're in a space in your life right now where you are doing absolutely amazing things. And one would even uh, conclude to say that whatever you touch turns to gold. What role yeah. does your spiritual life have with your success? Sure. On the work that I do, I think everything. I'm one of those people I genuinely believe in God's whispers. I think God is within each and every single one of us. Mm. Um, and um, God will show you the way. I think, um, you know, one of those people, I believe that God will always give provision for the vision. So whenever I see something, whenever I dream something, I just walk with this type of faith of I know he's always going to supply my each and every need according to his riches and glory. Mm. So I'm one of those people whereby if if, I, if God has planted something inside of me, I just don't stop until I make sure it happens, you know. And I think oftentimes God just wants us to show up. Um, he equips us with everything and he will make sure that he puts the right people in the right situations and place to make sure that you reach where you need to go. I just think the problem is that oftentimes we give up so early. Yeah. I mean, just a few days ago, I was speaking uh, to a group of women and I was saying to them, it took me five years, actually four years to get my kids clothing range yeah. into stores. And I just couldn't Stop, and I just couldn't give up. I kept knocking and knocking on all the retailers' uh, doors, and they would keep, you know, they just didn't understand. But I knew that I had to do this because it's part of what I need to do for God's kingdom. And people just don't understand. But I mean, this scripture is always the right for me. When I got crowned as Miss of Africa, um, immediately, I mean, you, you go through two weeks of media, right? Yeah. And then after that, I got to go home. The, the first time I ever opened the book of Esther was after my crowning. In all the years of me being a Christian, wow. I got home and I literally, I was feeling so blessed and I just said, maybe let me read the Bible. And I literally, op- I know when people say this happens, I never used to believe them until it happened to me. Mm. I didn't know which uh, book I wanted to open. I didn't know which chapter or even which verse. I opened my Bible and it opened at the book of Esther. I had never read that book. Wow. And this scripture has always stood out for me. Maybe it is for a time such as this that you're made queen. Mm. And it made so much sense. 
why I had to be crowned Miss South Africa. That it was never about being on the front pages of magazines, but it was always been about touching lives and making a difference. And I think then finally God was just saying, this is your purpose. And even after that, starting the cutest clothing wage, having a brown little character in retailers across this country yeah. was so important. And it goes back to which scripture, the very same one. Yeah. I had to be crowned Miss South Africa so I can go and liberate young African kids, man, to know they're beautiful, they're enough. When kids walk into stores, they don't just have to, you know, buy characters that don't look like them because, yeah. you know, that becomes the idea, the definition of beauty. But having a brand that looks like you as a brown-skinned girl means so much. And so, yeah, I think um, I think God is always leading me. And in terms of purpose, I think, um, you know, we serve a different purpose for whatever stage we are in. You know, before becoming a South Africa, I could have never done uh, the kids' clothing range. Uh, so I had to go through the process of becoming a South Africa, touching the lives that I did. And then at a stage where I was a few years back, start the kiddies' clothing range, listen to your calling. And based on everything else, now the pageant as well. It's more significant now because I'm a mother, because I'm a wife, and I know the challenges we face and how we take our dreams aside. So it makes sense why now. And hence, I'm one of those people I believe, you know, your purpose continuously changes because of the different seasons and stages of your life that you're in. I love what you're saying right now about uh, representation and about the different stages because, yeah. of course, God yeah. is able to walk you through different phases in your life. And now we have uh, Miss Universe, and uh, I love what it represents, every woman. Talk to us a little bit about your journey and what the platform means to you and what it stands for. Sure. I mean, um, you know, after getting crowned as Miss SA, I always wanted to own a pageant. I always wanted to give women the same opportunity I've had. I mean, I've had the privilege and I'm so humbled that I've been blessed enough. I'm still the only person in the world who's ever done the top four international pageants, which is Miss Earth, Miss International, Miss Universe and Miss World. And I always wanted to give that kind of a platform for women. And so years later, like I'm saying, being a married woman, being a mother, we pack so many of our dreams aside. We forget who we are. I mean, years later, you've given so much to your husband, to the kids, you do not even recognize yourself. Mm. And I genuinely do not believe that when God created one individual, it was just so they become a homemaker. You know, I think we all have a purpose and a place in this world and a role to play. So I decided to create this woman, to, I mean, to, to create this pageant. I actually got the license, so we will be sending the winner to um, the official Mrs. Universe, which will be in Korea in November. I wanted to remind women that irrespective of becoming wives or being divorced or being widowed or even having children, you can still fetch your dreams. And remember who you are and who you were even before taking on all these important roles. I mean, it is important to be a mother. It is important to be a wife. But you can never fully give the, those people that you love your best if you are not at your best. I always say that you cannot give what you don't have. So if you don't have love, I cannot give my kids and my husband love. Mm. If I don't have fulfillment, completeness, if I am not fulfilling the purpose that I was brought here to do, I can never ever inspire my children to do the very same thing. So I'm reminding women that they're worthy, that they're amazing, that they need to fetch their dreams, fetch their lives and dream again. 
Wow, Bogang, you have said so much. And I think as a man, you've made me now so much more conscious of the things I say and the way I behave around my wife, around women, particularly <laughs> those who have uh, either been married, divorced or widowed. And I really yeah. thank you so much. In closing, what words can you say to a woman who is, uh, and, I say, and I say this in brackets, average in South Africa <laughs> who is listening today? What are your parting words with her? Sure, I think the first thing I would say is one, you are definitely not average. I think society likes putting, you know, us in different levels and boxes. You can find a woman on social media or a public figure who is followed by five million people but hardly ever really doing something good. Wherever you are, in whatever space you are, look at how you can give yourself and be a light wherever you are. We, we cannot all be Miss South Africans. We cannot all, all be TV presenters or be actresses. But one thing that I can tell you is you need to find your purpose. You need to find your calling. Be the light wherever you are in whatever community you're in and change lives, touch lives, because that will always be the one thing that stays. And so I wish each and every single woman an amazing woman's month, and I hope you find your calling and your purpose, and you live a purpose-fulfilled life. Bogang, may God continue to multiply in your life in resources, in dreams, and um, in visions that you have for women. May he make sure that all the resources you need get attracted to you. May, may you continue oh, to walk you. in glory. May you know that God loves you and uh, his plan for you is for you to prosper. And I thank you for what you're doing for many, many women out there. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the former Mrs. South Africa, Bokang Monchan Chabalala, who is now the director of Miss Universe Africa. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.